this is DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. Micah Cook, what's up? How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so you are officially the first show of 2021. Congratulations. <laughs> this is like so special. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've had a shit year in 2020. Um, I'm hoping this is a new, you know, fresh start for everyone. And of course, you're a personal trainer and um I, I've, you know, been connected with you probably, I don't know, a year or so now. And um, you just seem to have really good positive vibes all the time. So I'm like, damn, I need to get you on. Let's, let's wait till 2021 to kick this thing off when everyone's talking about the New Year's resolution and working out and all that. I'm going to get you in here and let's chat. That's what's up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so tell me, um, where are you at right now? Where are you from? And how did you get into the fitness industry as a whole? Okay, so basically where I'm at right now is I'm in Lago Vista, Texas. So I've only been here for like three months. I moved here from Cedar Park. I was a head trainer at a uh, F45, and I felt like I was getting capped. I felt like there was no room to grow there. And I'm like, I've been in the fitness field for like, I would say like five, six years. Okay. And I've always loved it. I've always loved it, but I didn't dive into it until I started going to school for it. Yeah. And then when I started going to school for it, I fell in love. <laughs> I fell in love. And then I started working out and started transforming my body. And I really just got addicted to it, really. And it's a good addiction to have, right? Taking care of your body and your body's a temple. So, um, so I basically was, you know, I was kind of getting stagnant where I was at and it was time to take a leap of faith. Yeah. So I basically did that. I quit where I was at and I moved to Lago Vista and I started my own fitness boot camps called My Temple Fitness. <laughs> awesome. And it's so been amazing. How long have you been doing that now? Only like three months. Really? Well, congratulations. Just, just started, yes, and, you, and I'm already see, getting established and changing and transforming lives, and you cannot put a price on that. <laughs> well, I mean, you picked an interesting year and time to do that, too, but I mean, you know, there's never really a convenient time, and it's, you know, kudos to you for doing that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you just got to go for it, you know, and I don't live my life in fear. I live it in faith, so I uh, took a huge step. <laughs> And I did it, and it was, it's just been a blessing. It really, truly has. So I'm so grateful. Tell me about uh, Micah growing up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How far do you want to go down this line? I don't care. Let's do it. Well, I, uh, I didn't have a very good childhood growing up, okay. honestly. I uh, grew up with a alcoholic parents. Um, okay. There was a lot of control uh there was a lot of my dad which just i don't think he knew how to be a father to a girl i just um so i had I, you know i went through the physical abuse the mental abuse the emotional abuse i moved out when i was 15 okay. so i've hey <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, everybody has a testimony right everybody yeah. has a story but um I lived my life in fear for a long time and I had a lot of wounds and a lot of scars and I had really bad toxic relationships because of my childhood. Right. It was just till recent about, I would say close to two years ago when I finally uh, ended a horrible, horrible relationship. I was with a narcissist and I went on a spiritual journey. And from there, I found all of the patterns, all of the cycles that were created from my childhood. And I basically healed forgave released and reprogrammed so now i also i also wanted to tell you so i also do life coaching okay. so i think what makes a good life coach is someone that's been there and done that and experienced it yeah. so i can resonate with everybody because i've gone through it all but um yeah my childhood wasn't great growing up but i i always knew that there was something special within me and i knew that i loved helping people and i knew it was, I loved animals and I loved helping people. So I knew that if I just took and went in that some sort of direction, you know, and put it in God's hands that I would figure out my purpose. And right. I've been doing that ever since. So do you have any siblings? I have a brother. Okay. Older or younger? Older. Okay. Yes. So, yes. um, I don't want to, you know, to get into it on a negative thing here, but the good, I'm glad you, I asked you that and you did say that because the thing is, um, it's cliche all the time where people are like, you have to, um, like, see, you're saying you're doing life coaching where you've been through those struggles and you're able to talk to people and relate where there's a lot of people 
that you see and run into that say they're some type of coach and they really haven't been through the struggle. And, you know, the struggles, what make you who you are now. And if you're able to relate to those things and, you know, come over it and or overcome that and then, you know, be positive on that on the outside. I mean, it's pretty good. Absolutely. I feel like, you know, struggles and battles and trials and tribulations only make you stronger. So it's what you go through that shape you into your character, you know, and being able to recognize things and take off the judgment. Like, don't be so hard on yourself because shit happens and life is not beautiful and it's not peaches and rainbows, you know, sunshine and rainbows. Like you're going to have bad days. You're going to have struggles. And that's the beautiful thing about life is it's all your attitude towards it and how you respond versus react to it. I agree. I think, um, so when did you, at what age you said you moved out early? Um, I guess to, to escape that, you know, lifestyle, of course, that you were in. So what age did you start kind of um, developing your own, you know, self being basically and, and um, pushing forward without letting that hold you back? Honestly, uh, when I'm out, because I had nobody, I had nothing mm-hmm. and I had to work on my own. And it was either I was going to go down the addiction. Yeah. I was going to go drug path or I was going to go towards the light towards God and go through and go through that so that's what I did instead of going this way I went this way and it was hard and it was a struggle and you know I worked my ass off and I failed and I failed and I failed but it was um it just shaped me and grew me every single time. And now I'm like a freaking warrior. Like I have been <laughs> through the mother freaking depths of hell. Yeah. <laughs> like a Phoenix from the ashes for real. <laughs> well, so a 15 year old, you, a 15 year old, you, um, what comes next after you move out? What do you do? What do you get into? I'm only asking these questions because I want people to hear from, you know, from that, from leaving that toxic, you know, space in your life in the huge gap between there and now um what happened oh my god well it's just been trial and error i've been just doing jobs i've been i mean i've done everything i've done everything trying to find my purpose back then you know i like i said i knew it was going to be helping people i just didn't know what field or what and when i found my passion for fitness that's when everything changed for me about five years ago when I really found my passion for fitness I started doing uh I started working at a gym and then I went private and then I started doing um going to people's homes and that's when honestly everything shifted for me because that's when I knew I found my purpose was helping people changing yes so um if you were to say um something okay what so what's your most uh let's see what are you most passionate about in fitness in fitness, yeah. changing a body, transforming right. a body. It is amazing. I think the body is the coolest thing in the world. And yeah. when you can really like learn how to work it and mold it and shape it and form it, it is the, it's just incredible what you can do with it. Do you notice that, um, you know, it starts with, in, in my opinion, in past, you know, the past 10 years of helping people with fitness and stuff like that, do you notice that, I mean, it starts with the mental shift first and that's the hardest thing before the other the stuff man. goes in? important thing so this is this is what i'm huge on everything starts and ends in your mind right every so if you don't have control of this you're everything else is going to be shit honestly you have to be in alignment and you also have to be with your heart and your mind like everything needs to be in sync and i always teach everybody like you have to have a positive mindset you have to grow your mindset every day you have to learn you have to grow you can't become stagnant and you are not your thoughts we have like sixty thousand thoughts a day right that's freaking crazy and it's like you know so many people get on this hamster wheel of negativity and they get in this pity party and then they get into this victim mindset and it's like no bro you need to take a hold of your life and say no the i am not my thoughts i'm gonna choose to do this because it's a choice we have free will so it's all how you choose to live your life. And I choose to live my life the best possible. And, and I, I completely agree with that. You know, and, and a lot of people struggle with the depression and everything like that, even before they make it to making that mindset shift, before they can start working on their mind and then their body. Like you have these people that are constantly in a negative whirlwind because of their surroundings. Um, they're feeling sorry for their sel- themselves because of whatever may happen in their life, you know. And they're, they're using excuses to bury that stuff down and not face it, take care of it, move forward. And those are things that I really want to talk about because like the past year, everyone's dealt with a hard time. You know, Every- people, people have um, lost their jobs. People have lost yep. loved ones. 
um, people yep. have lost social interaction, you not being able to go hang out with your friends, not being able to see family, not being able to see loved ones. Um, these things are something that take a toll on the middle mindset. But at the end of the day, this is what we've been given. We have to work with it. You know what I mean? There's no way around it. Exactly. Exactly. And it all, like I said, it all starts and ends in that mind. And the thing is, is if you go through that, if you go to that rabbit hole, like you're going in that rabbit hole and it's going to really mess you up. That's why, you know, so many people have anxiety, have depression yep. now because their, their mindset was not strong enough to pull them out of that, you yep. know, and I'm trying to help people see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, Everything is not going to be peaches and rainbow just because things don't go to your way. It doesn't mean you can't create for your future. It doesn't mean you can't shift yourself and start another path. You know, everything happens for a reason and everything is always in divine order. So you just have to see it from another perspective and yep. take off the judgment. And like I said, own what you're going through, feel what you're going through, but don't act on the emotion of that. Like sit with what you're feeling. And that's another thing. Like so many people numb themselves and so many people aren't afraid to face their shit. Yep. You know, and they, why they keep creating these toxic cycles. Like you have to take ownership of your life. You have to create your life with your thoughts by meditating, by visualizing. Like I do that every single day. Like Anything that I face in anything trial or tribulation that come my way, I'll feel a certain way, but I'll snap myself out of it because I know that it's a temporary thing. Everything is temporary, you know? So, yeah. I agree. I mean, I think that you, um, you get in a blur because you're not, and, and here's an a important thing you said, you know, talking about meditating and visualizing, no matter what your religion is, no matter what you believe, no matter what it is, if you don't have a constant inkling to move forward, an idea of something that you're looking forward to because you're too busy looking back on what happened yesterday or 10 years ago or 30 years ago, and you're letting that drown your motivation and push forward, there's absolutely no way you can move, you know, that way. You have to get those ideas out of your head. And I feel like that's something that's not talked about enough because people don't want to talk about it. Exactly. Because they don't feel safe. They're not comfortable. Right. They're not, so many people get complacent and they don't get out of their comfort zone and they wonder why they're not growing. Like it's an everyday thing. You have to work on your mind. You have to work on your body and your spirit every single day. Like it has to be a priority. It has to be a habit. It has to be part of your daily everything because if not i mean you're going to be hit with all kinds of crazy chaos you know and honestly when i started meditating that's what really shifted me yeah. being able to quiet my mind and being able to see things through my third eye being able to open that like wow and so many people live in their past yeah. so many people do not live in their present moment this is all we have right now me and yeah. you this is all we have right now. You can create for your future by visualizing, but so many people live in their past or they future trip. So many people can future trip and get in their mind and get on this crazy tailspin because I've done it myself. And then they go in through this depression because they're like, I'm not where I'm going to be like, Oh my God, you know, and they get on all of these thoughts and it goes on that freaking hamster wheel again, yep. like life crazy, but you have to own it and you have to create it moment by moment. I couldn't agree more. You know, the energy that um, the energy I feel from you and that I want people to, to, to feel is that it doesn't matter what kind of here's another thing. OK, so a lot of times people are afraid to face those two because of judgment. OK, they're worried about what someone's going to think. Um, and, and it goes from a mental all the way to a physical. It may be someone who's it may be uh, he or she may be overweight and they're afraid to come show up and work out in front of others because of how they feel about themselves. Um, or they're afraid to talk to someone or deal with something that, you know, that's holding them back from the past because they're worried about someone, what someone else will think. But here's the thing. No one gives a shit. Everyone has their own problems. You know what I mean? No one's going to, no one's going to, they're not going to, it's like when you were in middle school and you had that little zit right here that literally destroyed your entire day at 12 years old. You're like, oh my God, I cannot deal with this. I got to go to school looking like this shit no one cares yeah. they got their own zits you know what i mean like and this is something we gotta focus on 
I know. And that's another thing, like loving yourself and knowing your worth. I have, okay, listen, being single now for almost two years, I have really come into this dating thing. Like so many people are damaged and broken. And so many people don't want to face their shit. So many people are in denial. So many people are taking their past experiences and putting it into this new experience. And that is the biggest no-no you can do. Like you have got to do the inner work on yourself. If you want anything in life, if you want a relationship, if you want to be successful, if you are trying to create something that, you know, follow your gifts and dreams, like you have to do the inner work and it sucks and the shadow work sucks and it's painful as fuck and you don't have anybody like I didn't have anybody and it was I was forced to face my own shit I was forced to go within I was forced to peel back the layers of the onion and figure out like oh my god okay not having that love for my dad abandonment for my dad mental mental physical emotional abuse I attracted partners like my father And, you know, now to this day, I've broken all that. And now it's healthy and balanced and beautiful. But I had to go through what I went through to realize, to wake up and be like, oh, my gosh, now this is what I get to change and I get to do differently so that I don't ever repeat those toxic cycles again. So what at what point since just because you mentioned that, at what point in that past relationship did you realize, Okay, I got to do something different? The last one I was in, I was with a narcissist for six years. What, what flipped the switch? What made you finally say, because you, I want you to tell this because people need to hear it. People may be going through something that they can't get away from because they're scared shitless because they're in their comfort zone or they're leaning on those insecurities, whatever it may be. So the thing. So the thing with those people is they are so damn good at talking. They're such good liars and manipulators because they've been doing it for so long. I'm a light worker and I'm an empath, right? So people can feel my vibes and energy. And when people really reel you in, it's like they're going to be, it's like you're going to be their victim. So they tell you what you want to hear. They put the, they paint the big pretty picture and then the control starts happening. And then the manipulation starts happening. And then they make you start second guessing yourself. And then they make you think that you have something wrong with you. And then it just goes to shit. I mean, I was so miserable, but I had nothing. This man, um, controlled me with money. We were, he was a professional blackjack player and he taught me how to play the game and I actually picked it up and I was actually really, really good. (laughs) But besides the point, it was, it was control over money and it was, um, it was so much manipulation, but I was so afraid to leave because he made me feel that I was going to never find love again. He made me feel that I wasn't going to make it with him, that I was going to, basically be miserable for the rest of my life they're so good at getting in your mind and fucking you up and twisting everything that it is just like and i was listen like i was broken back then and i was weak you know and they prey on that and he saw like he felt my light and that is what they want that's why empaths attract people that are broken because we want we we love to help people and we like to fix people right so the, the last straw was we were sleeping in separate bedrooms. It got to that point. I mean, there was even, there was no, there was no sexual stuff going on. It right. was just, it was like the worst feeling in the world is being in a relationship and feeling alone. That is the worst feeling in the world. And I would sit out in my room and cry and cry and talk to God. And I just finally was fucking done. I took everything that I had and I fucking pieced out. I started working and I bought my own car and I just started building up. But that is this journey that I've been on these past almost two years. And, you know, I have been celibate. I haven't been dating. I haven't done anything but work on me, you know, and I would not change that for anything because it made me realize my worth it made me realize my childhood wounds. It made me realize how fucking awesome and special I am and that I will never, ever go through what I went through ever again. You know, and the thing is, is when you just, you have to know 
your worth by walking away from a situation. You have to know that your gifts and abilities and what you are and what you bring to a table is enough. And no fucking man or woman deserves to go through abuse, no matter what the situation is. There should not be disrespect. You know, and another thing is the communication thing. Like, communication and trust and loyalty is everything. You know, and so many people are just so... They can't do it. And there's so many fights and arguments that come from that because people don't know how to communicate. Right. People don't know how to say what they feel. And, you know, people don't put their actions behind words, you know? So there's just so much fucked up, so much fucked up shit in this generation. And I just like, I just want people to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, that yeah. you can take a leap of faith and that you can do things and you can, you have to believe in yourself enough to know your freaking worth and know that you are going through what you're going through because something happened in your past that you haven't healed. Because when you're on a high vibrational frequency, which is energy, right? Everything is energy. You will not attract that into your vibration if you are whole, heal, and complete. And right. that is the, what I want everyone to know. You can be whole, healed, and complete on your own. You don't need anybody. A partner is supposed to grow with you and pick you up and be your best friend. And you grow with each other like I want you know, the person that I choose to be my partner, whenever that happens, I want to build an empire. I'm building my empire by myself right now. I, right. I'm, I'm so freaking happy inside and out. Like I don't need that, but I also feel like that is the only thing in my life that is not complete is having my partner. Right. So whenever that happens, it happens. But at the same time, like I'm so healed, holding complete. If I were to run into anything, I can pick that up and be like, okay, no, yeah. not doing that. Not going down that road. Well, there's a few things that you um, said, and, and, I, and I agree, and you see a lot. There's a few things that you said in there that I want to hit on. And, and the first thing is so many people get into tied into whether it be business, person, whatever, a relationship to where they're so insecure on what may happen if that relationship ends that it changes who they are moving forward and making decisions, which eventually yeah. makes them numb to everything um, and then there's no support there anymore on, on the outside or the inside because they don't, they don't believe in themselves. They don't respect the other person. They build up resentment, you know, um, and this more, and this, this is something that can be applied to everything. You know what I mean? It's not just, it can be, it can be relationship with family it can be relationship with significant other be relationship in business, um, everything. you know, and another thing is the, the thing where it's like, leaning on someone for financial stability. Um, you know now, it's very great that you said that, and I'm glad you did, that you were in a situation to where you were comfortable, and that probably kept you in that uh, relationship a little bit longer, but you were constantly hurting yourself because you may have been a little scared of going out on your own and doing it yourself because you've already gotten this comfort zone, you're complacent, and then you know finally you just had enough to where you just flipped that switch. Well. My hopes are that us just even talking about this, that someone flips that switch earlier on than waiting until that point, you know, that breaking point. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You have to. It's yeah. just, yeah. Well, and these things are, you know, these things are built up and we talk about it and people talk about these things all the time. And I feel like I hate discussing cliche ass topics with people who have no idea what they're talking about. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone can judge someone from the outside looking in, whether it be so-and-so's cheating on their spouse, so-and-so has kids, so-and-so's doing this, so-and-so doing... Here's the thing. You don't know what someone's went through. You don't know what someone's story is. And I feel like that those people that are constantly doing that are the people that really have their own issues. And I hate saying that shit because it is cliche, but it's the truth. You know, when it all boils down to it, we all are scared of something. Shit happens. And we're all dealing with it. We've all had bad shit happen to us. It's life. Some more than others. But you're in a position now to where if you've been through those bad things and you've you know, risen above them, dealt with the, the demons and moved past it, it's almost like you have due diligence to come back and service those that are going through it and try to help them with the struggle. And that's why I like doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's exactly. And I, want to, and I want to say one thing, um, well, actually two things. So the hardest thing 
I think that you can do that I've come to realize like on my journey is forgiveness yeah. Forgiveness is the hardest thing to do. And it's, it's taken me so much time because like you can't stand that person. You resent that person and you're angry with that person and you have frustration with that person. But let me tell you that burden will start weighing on you and it'll start freaking seeping in. And it's like a bandaid that you freaking put on your skin. It want, it's just going to seep. That blood is just going to seep all over. And you know, you have to get to the point where you forgive the person, not for them, but for you yeah. so that you can move forward. And that is probably one of the hardest things on my spiritual journey that I've really realized because once you can forgive, then guess what? The anger goes away, the resentment goes away and the frustration goes away. Yeah. How you heal and it's hard and it sucks, but you got to do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, nothing, nothing worth talking about is easy. It just really isn't. You know what I mean? Like, and you were talking about um, trust and respect earlier too. And here's the thing, like, we have a fucked up generation. (laughs) Um, We're super entitled. And when I say me, I mean anyone from the ages of 25 to 35, really. Um, You know, we have access to information at a drop of a hat. We can literally find emotional support that bullshit emotional support through someone else really quickly by utilizing looks or sexual innuendos or whatever. And um, here's the thing, like, that is, it's good and bad in certain aspects of technology and, you know, being able to access information and having access to everything and being able to talk and contact with people and, you know, get in touch like you and I did and be able to talk about these things with people across the states or whatever it may be. But I feel like a lot of us are quick to put a wall up because of past experiences. With me, and when I talk to people, I'm going to, you're getting all my trust up front. And if you fuck it up, that's it. I feel like that's a better, and this is my opinion. I feel like that's a better approach than walking into a situation with a wall that I, that no one can climb because of something that happened past in my life. Exactly. Exactly. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Like I'm a straight shooter. I say what I feel. I, I speak like if I'm, if I'm interested in a person, I'm up front. I'm an open book. Yeah. I literally ask me anything. Yeah. I don't care. Everybody has a past. Your past doesn't, your past doesn't define who you are. It's shit that you went through. Yeah. You know what I mean? So many people come in emotionally unavailable because they're so freaking broken from past shit that they haven't healed. They're afraid. What about ghosting? Have you heard of that this year? (laughs) (laughs) Who does that? That's because. Oh, let's go on this rabbit hole. Okay. So that's because there's no fucking accountability. And I'll talk about I'll talk about this shit every episode until it's beat into people's brains. We do not hold ourselves accountable for shit. Instead of just saying, hey, so-and-so, um, I used you, I disrespected you, um, I'm gonna move on now because this is just gonna move, this is not going anywhere. And here again, this could be in relationship or business, anything. Instead of just shooting someone straight because worrying about their judgment and not being able to hold ourselves accountable for our actions, we just hit the ignore the block button. You know? and um. Man, we just gotta, we have to work on calling ourselves out on our bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Like going within yourself because so many people look for fucking outside validation and that's what fucks you up because it is a, it is a temporary solution. It is a, a temporary fix to the problem. It doesn't do nothing but gives you that little bit of, that little bit of gratification, that little bit of validation. And then what? You're back to square one. Yeah. You're back to freaking shit and people do that for emotional fulfillment like they seriously do and i it it drives me crazy it really does because so so many people are waking up but they're still not there they're still not there and i mean the whole planet is rising right now so you're either going to be get left behind or you go with the crew you know what i'm saying i'm going with i'm go i'm rising up like i'm growing every single day and making a point to that so these people that i'm meeting i'm like wow obviously you went through through some shit and then when you try to talk to them they freaking freak out right and I, so, 
you damned if you don't. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's one of those things that, it, you know, some it's harder for others, you know, than some. And um, if you can be that, you know, window to the other mindset, then, you know, or that door or whatever it may be, that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Um, these things that we're constantly going through shape us into who we are, but we also view them as insecurities because it's something that can be used against us. We think that, you know, and it's, it's just one of those things that you, you can't, no matter what you do, you're never going to be perfect. Um, you know, there's even that beautiful hollow shell of a person who may be the best in Instagram influencer in the world has, there's some problems, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And another thing is people are fake. Yeah. People hide behind a computer screen and put on a front yeah. and look as an empath, it is something that you're born with. It is a gift and ability. I have a gift and ability to feel energy. I pick up on vibrations. I can pick up sometimes, sometimes psychically on things. It's crazy, but it's who I am. And I would never change. Oh, that's, God, that's who God made me to be. There's so many people that put on a false persona on Facebook. Like people need to just be who they truly are. Quit the fake shit and be who you are be authentic be real be you you there's only one you of this in whole this whole entire universe exactly. like oh, you're unique you're unique oh, i'm trying to be like someone else <laughs> it's look it's it's always that's always going to be there since the beginning of time you know all the way back to the the dude with the wagon selling bullshit snake oils to people <laughs> Um, it's not the internet. It's not social media. This is not what's hurting us. It's the fact that we're not held accountable for what we're saying, what we're doing, and we're putting on a facade because we're worried about judgment. Um, the only reason why everyone's like, oh, it's social media. No, social media is the funnel. It's the internet that's connected us to the entire world. So you're seeing it more. Now you're more aware of this shit, but it's always been in human nature to hide behind something because we can't seem to deal with the struggle, you know? And that's just one of those things that we all have to work on. Do I think it's ever gonna be fixed? No, but if we're talking about this real shit and we can bring, you know, some kind of awareness to something about, hey, get your ass up, deal with your shit, let's move forward. You know, no one should be at peace. Stop overindulging in, you know, whatever it may be in anything, you know, stop overindulging in porn or bad food or, you know, or right. and face your shit. Face your shit. Yeah, yes. I mean, everything, everybody has their issues, but we have an abundant access to things that's fucking up our psyche because we can literally get anything we want in a few seconds. Exactly. And it's great, but it's also something that can spiral into something else. Oh, absolutely. Like it's a quick, like I said, it's a quick instant gratification. Like it's a quick fix. Yep. But done with that, what? You're back to square one. Just like when people use, just like when people overeat, like they're, they're feeling some type of way and they can't handle it and they freak the freak out and they go twist off or they go emotionally eat. And it's like, okay, you're done with that. So now what? You're just probably still there. You haven't fucking fixed it. How many years do you want to keep repeating that pattern? How many years do you want to be miserable? Like life is too short. We're not even promised tomorrow. All yep. we have is, so why not make it the freaking best? Why exactly. not be, why not be happy? Happy is a great thing. <laughs> it's a great thing and it's a choice and you have to, and you have the free will to create it every day. You just have to go through the shit, but there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I agree. Well, we've been yelling at people. We have their attention now. So let's talk about some real shit. Um, it's a new year. Everyone gets on the, the fitness train. And here's the thing. We can talk shit about that or we can use it to our advantage. So I think I'm not going to talk shit because everyone wants to be new year, new me. Let's leave 2020 in the past. Here's the thing. When we start these things, let's stay doing it. Let's stay with it. I want you to, you know, talk, yell at these people real quick about what they need to do. Um, you know, whether it be mindset, getting with the trainer, working on things, what's the first step in your opinion, you would, you would give someone for advice. Make the action, take the action and make sure that you have this correct. Because when you make up your mind and you say you're going to do something and you follow through with the action, you have to create a habit and it is an everyday thing. But if this is not correct, you can go to the gym 
and easily fall off. If you don't have this in alignment, you're done. So I say the most important thing is mindset and follow with the action because the mindset is number one and the action behind it is what's going to get the results and doing that consistent, being consistent over time, every single day, just being done with the laziness, being done with feeling a certain way and make it and freaking take action every day. Agreed. Here's the thing. You don't have to have beautiful sculpted abs like Micah, but you <laughs> this is taking a lot of discipline. <laughs> let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> you, if you want to work on yourself, you have to take that initial step, you know, and um, yeah. it's something everyone struggles with. I feel like 90% of people in this world aren't happy with who they are. Um, and a lot of people, especially in our States, are extremely obese and do not take care of themselves. Hence why people are dying from disease and, you know, things like this. And, um, you know, whether it be depression to suicide to, you know, hypertension, stress to heart attack or diabetes, early onset from, you know, childhood all the way to, you know, it, you shouldn't be having health issues at, at, at your mid fifties. You know, we should live to a hundred. We have the technology, we have the knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about for a minute? Because, Nutrition is everything. I would say, I could tell you anything. Nutrition is everything. You are what you eat. There is no way getting around it. You know, so many people say that they eat to live or they live to eat. Yeah. Like, you are what you eat. Let food be my be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. You know, so many people are eating such crap and they wonder why they're and fatigued and all of this stuff. Like, food matters. You know, it really, truly does. And it is the most, un, it is, it is the most abused abuse thing out there seriously yeah. you have to have your nutrition on point i would say it's 90 freaking percent i agree i mean what that that's the hardest thing for people because they lived in they lived a lifestyle for so long eating the the wrong shit and it sounds like a good idea but so many people have the it's like a convenience thing and they just literally will not put down the damn soft drink or the mcdonald's or whatever it may be you know because it makes you feel good yeah. because it because it's good yeah. it makes you feel good and then they feel like shit <laughs> so it's a catch-22 and when listen and, and you know when you're on that health track like i'm a health nut mm-hmm. i crave smoothies i crave and juices mm-hmm. i crave that stuff because it makes me feel good yeah. and when people make that change and they start seeing the results then it becomes an addiction but guess what that I've never heard of freaking working out and taking care of yourself as a bad addiction. So, right. Well, we'll talk about that for a second too. So if you're overindulging, overindulging in carbs, it's going to rise your hormone levels. It's going to make you tired. You're going to take on more weight. You're going to take on more sugar and it's going to keep you from wanting to do something. Yep. Um, whether you're male or female, females worse than male, but still, you know, and that's not saying anything. It's just how we're built. And leaning on those, leaning on those bad things constantly. Look, I love my cheat meals. I have them. I'll eat a whole damn pizza, but I work my ass off for an entire week to have that one damn pizza to feel like shit for two hours after I eat it. And I don't do it a lot. But the thing is, it's like when I tell a lot of people, and you don't have to do the rabbit food. You know what I mean? You just take small things out. You know, it, whatever. Any adjustment's a good adjustment. You know what I mean? That's what I- Baby steps, baby steps. And, and yep. this, this is extremely important. Probably the, in my opinion, and I'm not a, I'm not a, some kind of scientist, but I'm telling you, this is the most important thing you can put in. Everything. It's everything. For those who aren't it, watching and are just listening, I'm talking about this big ass douchebag gallon of water I have right here. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Water, 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 water. And I will say one more thing. Stress. Yeah. Stress. Oh, yeah. Cortisol levels through the roof. You're done. So there is no if you are not in peace and if you are not in a good set and you have stress going through your body, there ain't no motherfucking workout, nutrition, anything do that is going to help you. When you have cortisol going through those freaking hormones, that you're done. You're done. So if you have any kind of darkness, any kind of negativity, any kind of toxic, cut that shit out. Cut it out and release it and be free and start over and there and that's something that a lot of people have trouble with and they'll say what's well, easier said than done well dude look 
Yes, it is. But nothing we talk about in life, we don't discuss easy shit. We don't. You're not, your, your legacy isn't built on something that was easy. Absolutely. If, if you're going to do something for yourself, for your loved ones, your kids, it has to be, it's going to be hard no matter what it is. But, you know, I, yep. I hate to be the person just like preaching, you got to do better. If you, if you want to be a fat piece of shit and die at 55, that's your business. But, you know, the people listening or watching that, that need that little extra, get your ass up and let's do some stuff. And we're here. We're all in this shit together and we're trying to thrive, survive and also overcome any adversity that we're faced on a daily basis. You don't have to be scared and hiding in your house with a mask on if you're healthy. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, we know that these people are dying because they have pre-existing health conditions. Can other people get it and die? Yes. But my first step of defense would be working on my health. You know what I mean? Exactly. Working on the immune system that they never talk about. Yes. One more thing. I get tired of hearing the bullshit excuse that eating healthy is more expensive. I want your opinion on that. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, would you put a price on your health? (laughs) This, this, This is what I say. You can be the healthiest motherfucking person in the world. I mean, not the healthiest, the richest person in the world. Yep. Let's say you're a billionaire, okay? Let's say you have all these health problems. What the fuck good is that going to do, having all that money living the lifestyle if you feel like shit? If, yep. you don't have, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. So make sacrifices because your body will appreciate it. It will, it will change the game and there are always things that you can find that are not expensive yep. you just you be smart with it and find it there's always ways out there's always ways around i mean i've um i started the old school meal prepping like 10 years ago and i can quick to tell you if you eat out 24 7 or eat um you know microwavable dinners and frozen pizzas that it all stacks up to about the same price as spending the money on uh fresh meat and vegetables and prepping your meals out for the week um I know that for a fact. Um, what yep. happens is people don't want to do that extra work, and that's fine. But here's the thing: if you don't want to do, if you're not, if you're not willing to sit your ass down and prepare, or at least think of five minutes a day, five <laughs> minutes a day thinking about what you're putting in your body. Yeah. How fucking lazy are you if you're not going to spend five minutes a day on yourself thinking about? Well, maybe I shouldn't have had that Snickers bar. Maybe I should have a protein bar instead or a handful of almonds, you know, whatever it may be. Yep. Being conscious. If you don't make time for your wellness, you will make time for your illness. (laughs) (laughs) I completely agree. Um, What's your favorite cheat meal? Pizza. 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 I had a pizza yesterday. It was so good. That is my, that's my go-to. Are you a pineapple on pizza kind of gal? I am not. <laughs> <laughs> people, uh, people love to rant and rave about that. It's funny. It's always no, funny. I like jalapenos on my pizza. I like jalapenos on my pizza with some ranch. <laughs> nice. You're talking about yeah. some serious stuff. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> favorite exercise for you? Favorite exercise for a client getting started out? Oh, my dear God. Okay, for me, I would say... I would say I like to work legs, so I would do thrusters because I'm a beast mode. I'm pretty strong, so and I think that works the best. I mean, as far as your hamstrings and your glutes, I think that is the best freaking. And for those who those who don't know what that is, it's where you lay down and you put the press ball. like. You're- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hey, it works your lower back and it works those hamstrings like nobody's business and those glutes. So, ladies, listen up. <laughs> no, so- for a client. For a client, I would say just um, I like to I like to get them in a squat. I like to see their form. I like to check their form, and I want to see where they're at. That's the that's the number one thing that I look for. So see, I'm what man. We could do this all day. Okay, so that's funny. We do it all the time. <laughs> so uh, the squat thing. So people see Instagram videos and they go in there and try to do something. They end up either creating a horrible form. Um, from the jump and then moving forward, creating hip issues, back issues, um, not succeeding in what they're trying to do. So my advice there would be to find someone like yourself and get, you know, 
or find someone who may be a friend of theirs who may have advised them to get into health and fitness. And I think the squat is the foundation of building a total body. It's everything. The, the squat from there, you can fix everything and your core. Your core, your core is your foundation. Yeah. Of yeah, course. absolutely. But, but, you know, like, uh, this is the biggest issue is like you have the big dudes who don't work out legs. <laughs> um, you have the people who lift and don't work out their core. And so they end up having lower back issues and stuff like that. I completely agree. Core is the most important thing. But I do think that I agree with you when you say starting them out with a squat and making sure their form's correct there because from there they can build on everything. Absolutely. Yes, that's that's 100% correct. And making sure they work on the flexibility. That is everything. Getting that range of motion, getting the whole range of motion. So many people have so much tightness in their body, like their hip, their joints, everything, because they don't stretch. I am huge with stretching. Like you warm up, we're going to stretch after. We're going to work on that flexibility so that you can get the proper range of motion. So you prevent injury and yeah. all kinds of... Yeah, I mean... I, when I was doing martial arts and you know training, fighting MMA, I would stretch 45 minutes to an hour before I even trained. Yeah, you um, get so important, and people don't do it enough. Yeah. They don't. And and look, I'm guilty of it sometimes. I'm I'm in there trying to hurry up and go lift real quick, and I'll take the. I, you know, I'm, sometimes I'll do that. I'm like shit. I didn't stretch for you know at least at least five damn minutes, especially the groups of the muscles that you're going to work out or just got finished working out that day. Yes. You know, these are things that um I mean these are things people don't talk about, you know? Yeah, static stretching and dynamic stretching. Those are okay. the yep, before and after. Okay. CrossFit, Olympic lifting, powerlifting, yoga. What's your favorite? I like hit. That's what I do. Hit. Cool. Sorry, I left that one out. As you did, and that's what I do. <laughs> I know, damn it. Sorry. I'm over here in meathead mode. <laughs> hit. It's where it's at because it's high interval intensity training. Yeah. It's 45. You come in, you get your ass kicked. I work on your heart. So I'm training your heart by taking it up, taking it down, taking it up, taking it down. The stronger you get your heart, your heart's a muscle, the stamina, the strength, the endurance and everything changes. From there, what are your thoughts on, um, so we talked about stretching, so I'm sure, and I see your t-shirt, you're a huge yoga fan. I love yoga too. Yoga is amazing. So yoga is more of a spiritual thing. You know, it's yeah. like getting body connection, really focusing on the movements, you know, doing the stretching, working on the flexibility. I am super, super high strung. As you know, I go all day. <laughs> so when I do yoga, I can really get grounded and centered and like be in my present moment and really enjoy the stretches. Yeah. And people don't realize either yoga burns some fucking calories. Yeah. That's because you off yeah <laughs> i'm right holding a pose for a certain amount of time you your legs are gonna start shaking yeah you know really well, good it's really good you talk about your energy and um, i'm sure that helps level it but have you always had an abundance of energy or do you feel like that your energy is <laughs> yeah <laughs> i literally was i was like an energizer bunny i've been like this since i was a little girl so yeah. abundance of energy it never runs out and I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people don't have that and, and, it, and it all attributes back to stress, you know, or whatever they're dealing with in their life. It's not motivating them to do anything else, you know, like, in, and it, another thing is like with stretching with yoga or anything like that, your, your body holds stress too from an emotional mental state and you don't realize it if you don't release it. Exactly. That causes imbalances and it causes pain. It causes inflammation. Like you store emotions in your liver, like your, you know, in, in your neck is anger. Like if your neck is hurting or tense, that's anger and frustration. You know, and if your if your throat is like if you know how people go <clears throat> yeah. or speaking, it's because their throat chakra is clogged. They're not speaking their truth about something. Like it's all consciousness. And when you get down to the spiritual aspect of it, then it really makes sense. <laughs> Hell yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that, that that's your mentality on it. And, and you know, it's, it's really important because no matter what your beliefs or how you look at it, it all goes back to, you know, that mindset, you know, state of mind and where you're at, you know, yeah. feeling your shit, feeling what you're feeling. Like don't suppress what you're feeling. So many people do that. Like they'll feel angry or they'll feel sad in the barrier and the barrier, yep. the barrier, feel it. So it, 
it, listen, like people can freaking have outbursts and nervous breakdowns because all of that emotion trapped, I mean, you're going to release it in one way or the other. Yeah. So if you're dealing with it, that's not good. Like if I'm feeling sad, if I'm feeling some type of way, I'll feel what I'm feeling and be like, I'll ask myself, like, why am I feeling this way? Or what triggered me? Or how do I need to shift this? Because this is what I'm feeling. It's just a temporary, it's just a temporary emotion. I'm going to feel it, but then I'm going to let, I'm going to release it. Let it be okay. Let it. Okay. (laughs) I completely agree. I mean, you, um, yeah, I mean, you can sit down and fight with those things. You can build them, bottom them up, and it's just going to be worse when it, you know they come out. Yep. Yep. Um, supplements. What's your thought on those? Okay, so I, I mean, I'm good with like the glutamine, you know, and the amino acids, the branch chain amino acids, and stuff like that in your vitamins. Um, I what I really, really have done something that worked is called pure therapeutic ketones. So yep. what it does. It helps you run on ketones instead of glucose. So you actually get a 38% cell increase in oxygen. So it helps actually get more oxygen in your lungs. You can actually work out harder and it helps you recover quicker. And it just gives you mental focus. You know, so many people's mind is so cluttered and like they, they, they're all over the place. They think straight and they're just foggy or they'll stutter. And this stuff is like, I mean, it will, it's like jet fuel. It's yeah. the best shit I've ever it's the best shit I've ever probably tried in my life. <laughs> well, that's cool. Not, I mean, I've taken, uh, I've seen that stuff and you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of back and forth over those things. Um, but if it's something that's going to create a natural reaction in your body, I think it's great. Um, yes. I, I am the like poster child for taking all the wrong shit when I was younger. Um, you know, not drinking enough water, taking too many proteins, taking pre-workouts, eating too many protein bars, thinking I was being healthy. Um, putting all this manufactured shit into my body. Um, now I'm more like a whole foods, um, kind of carnivore, low carb. That's kind of what I do. I don't really, yeah. take any. I take glucosamine, um, yeah. a, good, a good multivitamin, some green supplements, and that's literally it, you know? And, um, I, I feel better now. It, I don't know, 30, 31. I feel better now. <laughs> <than I did. laughs> I feel better now that I did at 21 and um, I think it's just becoming more body aware. And as anyone gets their journey, whether it be, you know, holistically, mentally, physically, um, uh, you you find that. We're like a fine bottle of wine. We get better with it. I agree. Well, look, it's almost been an hour. Damn, it went by really quick. So um, any final thoughts from you, any advice for anybody? And it doesn't have to be, just about training or, you know, beginning of the year, just anything at all that we haven't talked yeah, about put out there. Like, yeah, absolutely. Love yourself. <laughs> love yourself. Truly, truly love yourself. Your flaws and all, any baggage, any shit that you've gone through, know that you're special and there's only one of you on this whole entire planet. So own that shit. Be cool with your quirks and your kinks and whatever the hell you got, like in your personality, let it shine and be who you are. And whatever you're going through, know and believe that it's only temporary. It will pass. This too shall pass. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. The Beastress herself, Michael Cook. Thank that's you so right. much. Everyone, awesome. please subscribe to the podcast. <laughs>